Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Know the code. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Be mindful of the Living Force, young Padawan. A Utini Podcast Network production. Do or do not. There is no try. Episode 130, The History of Utini. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. On this episode, a Utini fantasy football update. I need to finish what Luke started. New High Republic covers are announced. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? And the Utini crew takes a look back at the beginnings and legacy of Utini. Taking your first step into a larger world. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone! Welcome into the Living Force, a Utini Network podcast. I... I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk all about the history of this thing we're all still doing is the full set of people that have been here sometimes and all the time. But first, the guy who has been here since day one, Dr. Formerly not Dr. Corey Helton. This is my uh, formal resignation from this company. No! <laughs> no! Oh man, I was t- man. We were talking before the show. This has been a trip down memory lane. I'm excited to talk about it. I hope everybody's doing good tonight. Well, I am doing pretty great thanks to Diet Mountain Dew, not a sponsor. Uh, but I'm doing even better because Dr. Charles Hankel is here with his house plant. Hey, man. Yes, that is my house plant back there. It's fake, but I got some real ones over here. Um, I just want to say I, I'm tired of having episodes where it's the return of me. I just want to be here all the time. I'm sorry True. that I missed last week. It was a great episode. Emma uh, filled my seat gloriously, but I'm happy to be back. Yeah, Emma absolutely kills it all the time. It's really not fair, uh, but we're really glad that you're back, but not nearly as glad as I am for the consistent weekly presence. Perfect attendance record nearly. Wes Jenkins. Look at that. Hello, everyone. Just want to let... You all know that I'm having a cold front come through the Texas area starting on Wednesday. Kind of excited about it. It's going to be 84. Holy crap. It's going to be so it's going to be so cold. You need a blanket? (laughs) I can't wait. And I'm also long sleeves. (laughs) And I'm also caught up on my reading for next week. So um, that's kind of a first for ahead of schedule. (laughs) That is incredible, and what a great way to remind people that next week's show will be part one of our two-part roundtable on Tempest Runner, the first audio drama of the High Republic. I think we've all finished it. Is that right? Everyone done? That is correct. Yes. Wow. I'm like, I'm like three books post Tempest Runner at this which point. we want to talk about in a hot second, because you had a revelation this past week about an old favorite, speaking of a history episode. But before we do, two quick things. One... I want to give a Living Force Utini and personal happy belated birthday to author Emma Camden, who is the author of the upcoming Star Wars Visions Ronin novel. Uh, they celebrated a birthday this week, and in the midst of all the visions and Ronin-ness that's going on, what a great time to celebrate the person that is going to be creating the next chapter. And for those of us that have been able to start Ronin thus far, um, <clears throat> pre-order it. And that's all we can say until the end of the month. Uh, so happy birthday. And secondly, I have a confession, y'all. I lied to our audience last week. I didn't want to. I didn't mean to. I try not to. But I mistakenly said 
that in the Utini Fantasy League, James had the most points last week. But the fool I was, <laughs> the Monday night game hadn't happened, which is when I took the crown last week. <laughs> I got the most points in our league. Um, and this week is not important. But uh, <laughs> last week, I did get the most points. But uh, this week actually is important because our very own Wes Jenkins is whipping some ass in the league this week with 153, <laughs> possibly 167 points. Is so that Wes, is that you. true? Am I winning? Am I winning a week? That's because I got hammered on week one, so somebody had to come back and and help me out. And, of course, Lamar Jackson, the um, unvaccinated unvaccinated individual himself, um, came through. Came through in a big way with those legs and those touchdown passes. Good for him. The jump passes were insane. Um, oh and it's almost like he doesn't even know how to play football with the jump passes. <laughs> no, he's playing <laughs> basketball with a football. It's incredible. Um, but what's even more incredible is the fact that our very own Jacob, who is in the chat right now trash-talking me, is playing against me. And it, the incredible <laughs> sight is that he is two running backs may combine for 10 points, and he might still beat me this week. So if you're watching live uh, and you are religious in any way, if you could ask your deity for Mason Crosby to have less than four points tonight, that would be <laughs> grand. All right, that's our and, and if you your deity, whoever's listening, oh, you know. And less if you than have four, if you have Derrick Henry you on your team huh? and you lost, you you definitely need to draft better next season. Yeah, come on, that was <laughs> that was given to you. Um. All right, that's our Utini Fantasy Update. Okay, Wes, congrats. Done. Hell of a week for you. Uh, two weeks into the season, it's been super fun. And a lot of our uh, – we got a lot of 0-1 teams winning this week and a lot of 1-0 teams losing. So uh, it's a fun time in the Utini Fantasy League, and we hope you're having a good time in your league if you're playing as well. Corey, back to Star Wars for just a hot minute. Uh, you, like you said, you caught up in your reading. So as a reward to yourself, you went back to visit an old favorite and had quite the revelation this week. Yeah, so I've been doing all this, uh, a lot of sort of tedious trailer work, right? You guys have heard me talk about this. I'm building a a camper out of a cargo trailer. It's all on YouTube. Doc and Mental is our YouTube channel. There's your shameless plug. Plug! uh, For for that. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of, like, really tedious stuff, like screwing in hinges and things that you just have to do, like, you know, 72 times, like, just over and over again. So um, I've been listening and painting. I've been doing a lot of painting lately, too, so... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks and stuff, and uh, I picked up, first of all, I picked up Rogue Squadron, and I read that last week. The new one. Um, the new fully Yeah, the, the new one. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool, because we haven't really talked about that. We're not a Legends show, right? We're, we have a Legends show. Legends Look Back is on Thursdays, um, and uh, uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. Like, they did a full production of these new Legends books as they're coming out. And uh, it was it was super good. I enjoyed going back. I haven't. Yeah, I didn't remember it at all. Like I virtually did not know the book. It was like I had read it for the first time. I don't. I don't remember anything that happened in it. It was crazy. Um, I must well, have and you that. said there was a specific character that uh, that shined a little oh, yeah. brighter Corrin, for you. Corin Horn is a redeemable character in the book. Oh and, my uh, god. I know. I posted it? it. I posted that in Slack, and and somebody said, "Is is this is this a cry for help? Is <laughs> <laughs> he kidnapped? This is this, this is the code. We've trained for this." Yeah, I know. I know. So you know, Corin Horn is not that bad of a character in the book. He's he's somewhat normal, but it is. A, oh I mean, it gets horny at times. It's a little inappropriate at times. Yeah, like it's a bit. it's it's odd. But but I finished Rogue Squadron, and I was just like, man, I'm in a audiobook kick right now. I want to 
listen to something else. So I just like scrolled back through my Audible to see what what else I, I had already purchased that I could maybe listen to again or whatever. And I came across Darth Plagueis. And I was like, you know what? I have not read Darth Plagueis in probably 15 years. Like, I don't even know. I think mm-hmm. it's on Audible because my wife listened to it like when she was first getting into Star Wars books a while back, a couple years ago. And uh, <laughs> I listened to it and I blew through it. And it was like, it was like a one like you know when you really get into a TV show and you're like super addicted to it and all you can mm-hmm. think about is the is the show and like you can't focus on your job and like you just want to you're like watching it like on your work break you know what I'm talking about like right. yeah that's how Darth Plagueis was for me mm. this go round and like it's a very Plagueis esque attitude to have too because that's how he was that's the whole point yes. of the book yeah <laughs> I know is- I know and like I don't know I don't know if uh, if I just wasn't like like. A mature enough Star Wars fan when I listened to it the, or when I read it the first mm-hmm. time. I don't know if it was the audiobook production. I don't know if it was the narrator's just really deep voice, but like the Darth Plagueis audiobook is a 10 out of 10 masterpiece for me. Like, wow. it might be, awesome. might be in my top three books of all time right now. I'm just so. Favorite high canon? Off favorite high. canon book? Uh, yeah, favorite cannibal. Yeah, Freddie. <laughs> Freddie said that famously on the episode he came on a long time ago. But yeah, I mean, Darth Plagueis is it's very, very good. And you know, funny enough, it doesn't really, it doesn't really counter anything in canon like mm-hmm. super hard. There's like there's a couple Phantom Menace things that I think the 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 Padme books may have kind of like retconned a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be canonized like as a as a story like about Darth. I mean, Darth Plagueis is a canon character, of yeah, course. Right, He's sure. in the film. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in Revenge of the Sith, but man, it, it was just, it was very, very good. I really, really enjoyed it. And Plagueis and Sidious are just so evil and it's so rich and mm-hmm. man, I don't know. It was just, it's one of the best audiobook experiences I've ever, I've ever had. Well, yeah, it's I'm, so good. I've never thought of, of Darth Sidious or, mm-hmm. um, or I've never thought of him worse than I did reading that book. He yeah. is it's a diabolical. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Like he... You know, mild spoiler that's that's in like it's in a lot of other content, so it's talk it's talked about like but he talks about like how he kills his parents in that in the book, mm-hmm. like very early on in the book. It's like in the first you know, the first like five percent of the book is when it's it goes into all up. that. And it is violent and dark and gritty and the narrator just really gets it too. I forget who who it is, David something, but it's like yeah, I think he only did it's, that it's the, one. Ortiz. It's the only Star Wars book he's ever done, and it's uh, it's it's really really rich. He does mispronounce a lot of a lot of characters. Like he calls uh, he calls Sifo-Dyas, He calls him Sifo-Dyas. 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 Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, no. he, he mixes up. It mixes and it's over and over again. And it's a little irritating, but that's the only only complaint I have. Otherwise, one of the best audiobook experiences I've ever had. Man. It was. I'm still like high off of that. Well, and you crazy. were talking about it so much this week, and 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 it made me realize <laughs> I, I wanted to go back to it because that was one of those that, as we'll talk about later in the episode, like when I first got in Utini that first summer, I I read it and I was like on a kick of like book 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 Star Wars books right. Star Wars books, <laughs> and then you do play against and it's like, boom, and it's and it took yes. me like three months, and I was like, yeah. oh no, but now that I've read like fifty more books, I'm like, okay. I know. Let that, me, that's let what me I'm maybe saying. Go back like, and see what it's like because it might mm-hmm. it might, it might read different. Yeah, I think I must have been in high school or something. Just I mean, just so I'm clear, just so we're clear, I have read the book before. Let's not uh, like Darth Plagueis was very early, like when it was released. I read it, but like it's been so long, and I've never I've never read it again. And uh, 
it's really rich. And I know Lucino is a is a tough author for a lot of folks to really get into. I this reaffirmed for me. I really do think Lucino is my favorite author that's written Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like his vocabulary is just really rich. Like his storytelling finesse is just really deep, and minor characters get full backstories. And I think that is like. I think that's a turnoff for a lot of people with Luceno. I definitely don't think Darth Plagueis should be your first Star Wars book. But, Ew. like, you know, get 30 or so in and then pick it up, and it's super good. Well, get I'll tell you what. Book. If I start reading that, I'm bad I'm going to be enraptured because I will not be immune to his <laughs> charms. All right. Oh, um, man. That's gold, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did you come up with that on the spot? I that was did. incredible. Thank you so much. Um, and if you like that kind of content, give us money for it. Hey, our <laughs> Patreon. Uh, we love you all. Thank you so much for your support at patreon.com slash utini. And we want to give a shout out to a new patron of uh, that we have this week, which is Alexander Hanlon. Or Alexander Hanlon. I don't know. But you know I had to do it to him. Uh, thank you for joining our Patreon. And I hope after that singing of the name and the moon pun, you're going to stay around. <laughs> Um, and we want to remind everyone that we are so close to our next, um, Patreon goal, which is an Attack of the Clones commentary. And, uh, we are behind the scenes now talking already about future goals because we're, we're, we're hitting things we never thought we would. And we want to say thank you for that. Um, especially when we started this whole thing back in the day, which I'm just going to keep seeding that in this intro that we're going to talk about. We had no remote idea we'd ever be doing that kind of stuff. So we cannot wait uh, to talk about Attack of the Clones, because if Corey is into anything right now with Plagueis and Phantom Menace, it's the prequels. Mm. And if you can get yeah. Corey excited about it, who, again, notoriously hates Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Biggest piece of news this week is quite obvious. If you tuned into the High Republic show on YouTube last week with the amazing Christina Ariel, we got covers, y'all. We predicted it. And it was absolutely true. Uh, we're going to throw them up immediately because we got uh, the big three books that are coming out. Number one, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Y'all, what was your initial reaction to this cover that has some of our favorite Jedi with uh, some cracking glass in the background? Not at all ominously. It's happening. <laughs> right. The it yellow is happening. saber is up right. front and center. I like it. It is. It was Stokes. All these books are starting to run together, and that is not just because the covers are all similar. <laughs> if you zoom in really close underneath the word star, it says light beacon in parentheses. Oh, no! <laughs> um, that's not true. That's not true. Just but, but maybe it is. Um, yeah, I like this cover quite a bit. It's a different It's a different artist than the first two. Um, so it takes a second to be like, uh, uh, it's close, but not quite. Um, but I like them. We got Orla Jirini, Bel Zetafar, Buriaga, who's like yelling in the back. Uh, and then Stellan and Indira on what we assume is Starlight Beacon, but I just thought this was a really beautiful, a lot of oranges and yellows, as opposed to like the more, um, uh, we've we had some blues previously, some purples, so I like the kind of scheme. I want to put all these covers next to each other and see how they work as a, uh, like a sequence here. Um, now our next one, though, I think this, this was my favorite, the Midnight Horizon, yeah. Daniel Jose Older's book. What did you guys think? It looks Ooh. a lot like the celebration edition of Master and Apprentice yeah, that I have with the blues you know it does. and the whites and <laughs> very Master yeah, and Apprentice is, vibes. I love it. I love these uh I love these colors and Jose Older, this is exciting. Like yeah. I mean, I'm really really jacked for this. It's kind of got the vibes. Yeah, well, or I was going to say Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan like coming out of the smoke in Phantom Menace when they get smoked oh, out yeah. on the Trade yeah. Federation ship uh-huh. feels mm-hmm. kind of like that. This and, uh, is an adult novel, correct? Young adult. 
young adult young okay. adult novel so it's and it, so we got wreath silas and comac vitus uh going left and right and even though it might just be for the artistic symmetry i'm gonna pr- i'm gonna choose to say that this means that comac is left-handed because that's fun for me mm. uh <laughs> but i i like how wreath is is really mature on this cover because like i feel like in into the dark we saw him he was pretty young and we've seen him evolve yeah. and i feel like this is his moment of like it's the obi-wan post phantom menace like you're saying charles like Definitely that vibe of the boy becomes a man kind of thing. Yeah, right, for sure. Yeah, I love it. Oh, my gosh. And this gloriously colorful cover of Mission to Disaster by Justina Ireland featuring Imri and your girl, Vernestra, not Vern Rowe, with a sweeping purple lightsaber over blue teal dragons things, <laughs> I think. They're alligators. Crocodiles. They're definitely yeah. alligator, alligator dragons. Yeah. <clears throat> with... With four eyes, or maybe that's both eyes, just like a flounder. It's a it's a crocodile flounder. It might <laughs> it might be a malligator. <laughs> there was a uh, malligators are real things in Star Wars in some obscure reference book that I can't recall, and I'm pretty sure that they are blue alligators. <laughs> Charles, if you just put out pulled malligator out as a reference right now, and that turns out to be correct. I'm gonna be so impressed. Somebody had a malligator object of some kind, like a malligator purse. <laughs> I can't remember. It was recent. I love. You know what? Hey, you know who might have a malligator purse? Xylan Graf out of the shadows because he's super rich. That actually sounds True. familiar to me, and that was just in Ireland. So maybe that's bam. Okay. I love that. Well, hey, if you heard it here first, and Charles, I'll give you credit. Uh, but again, those are coming out in January, y'all. Three, let three, three and a half months. Three and a half months away. Uh, but a book that's coming out much sooner than that, we just have a little tease for you. Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil, which is coming out November 16th. We got a page count of this book. Guys, did you read the outline yet no. on how many pages this nope. is? Okay, great. Let's go around. I want you all to guess how many pages this is. Charles, what do you think? 500. Random guess. Hmm? 500. 500. Wes? Yeah, it's got to – since you even said anything – it's normally like 420, 430-ish around there. Yeah, 564. All right, Corey. I want to say 600. Yo. 600. Wes Yo. wins 550. It is wow. 550 pages. 550. Um, Do we get extra time? So yeah, so what I will say <laughs> is um, I know our, our friends at Del Rey are really great. Um I love working with them for the they are nice to provide a review copy for us to read earlier. Um, if it can be more than two weeks before release day, would be marvelous because I do have <laughs> that's, that's not what happen. we call a job. Um, but anyway, uh, so brace yourself. The audio book is what's it be like? Like twenty seven hours. <laughs> Dude, you know, being like, <laughs> you know that Zahn could have like squeezed out another book. Like, oh yeah. He probably was just like, oh, I got to include this and this and this too. I can't forget this. And He's like I mean, the opposite of George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's two 275 page books, you know? So, um, anyway, get those pre orders in because, as we said last week, publishing shortages are a thing. So, if you want to own this tome, and it will be a tome, number one, make, make space on your bookshelf now. I'm running into that where I'm not leaving space. So every time I buy a book, I have to move everything. Uh, but get those pre orders in. And last, 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 a reminder, if you're watching live, this Wednesday, all of Star Wars Visions comes out on Disney+. Plus. That's right. We are here. It is coming on Wednesday. Every single short is being released, and the initial reactions have been fantastic on Twitter. People are saying it is super original. Uh, it is just exciting. And um, 
yeah, guys, uh, here's the question. Are you gonna are we getting up early? Are you watching after work? Like how how are you feeling about visions besides being surprised that it's this week? <laughs> I can't believe they're doing it all in time. They yeah. must be I mean, how short are they? Do we know? I I'm I'm they gonna guess really eight said, to twelve. Right? I'm gonna guess eight to twelve okay. minutes, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't okay. want to. I I don't think I really want to binge it all in one go. Like because they're all so different. I kind of want to sure. watch one and then sit on it a little bit. Maybe sit watch it again and then, yeah. I don't know. We need to figure out how we're gonna do bounty hunt with that because we did say ages ago we were gonna yeah. do something with it. So yeah, yeah we'll do something with it. I want to watch the out. one I know the morning of, uh, that is uh, associated with the novel Ronin. The I don't duel. remember the name. The duel. Yes, I gotta duel. watch that one yeah. first. I think. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Because I, I should have taken Wednesday off. Um, but, because I want to watch them in English, but I also want to watch them in Japanese as well, you know, just to kind of get that, see how they are, see what yeah. the vibe is. So. I wanted to watch it in Japanese first. I, wanna, I love that. I want to take that in that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm very stoked. And, of course, I'm assuming everyone listening and watching you are also excited because this is Again, not like anything we've ever had. So stay tuned on what we're going to do. We might do some bounty hunts about them. We might do a whole Living Force episode retrospective, depending. Like, So we'll talk behind the scenes, but also tell us what you want. Do you want it to be a bounty hunt episode? Do you want us to dedicate a whole Monday night to Visions? Let's see. But regardless, don't be rude on Wednesday. I was about to say something different. Uh, and spoil any Visions for people. People have jobs. People have children. People need sleep. Uh, so if you're if you're gonna tweet stuff about visions, tag your spoilers with hashtag Star Wars Visions, hashtag spoilers, whatever it is. Make sure you're muting appropriately, all that jazz. Just we live we live in the internet, so be kind to people. And if you're in our Discord, we do have a visions channel was added this week in our Discord. So make sure you use those spoiler tags and then talk to your heart's content. And of course, if you're looking to buy some books amidst all this Star Wars content, head over to RUTE.com release schedule where you can pre-order Ronin, a Visions novel, on October 12th, Queen's Hope on November 2nd, and Throne Ascendancy, Lesser Evil on November 16th. A massive thank you, as always, to our buddy Frank and all those people that work on making that release schedule up to date with new book covers and new dates. And just a note on that, Eric, um, I went through uh, my pre- my pre-orders on Amazon, and I canceled all of them. And I went back through Bookshop.org, and I nice. ordered. And I ordered through them. Um, it's only like it really is only like a couple dollars more. It helps out your wow. local bookstore. And when after you purchase, they give you a list of like your local bookstores that are close to you. After you put like mm. your shipping address in, so it's super cool. Um, so I have, mm. yeah, I think I'll have Ronin, and I have um, Queen's. Queen's you Hope. Got it. Yeah! <laughs> I, I have those two pre-ordered. I, can't, I cannot keep those straight either. Don't but they don't, have, uh, they don't have the Thrawn, the Thrawn book up yet, so um, I'm checking okay. back. I'll, I check but that's back. awesome. Yeah, yeah so I, I keep reading we have those. Yeah, try to go through that. I, I put the links in the uh, in the Utini description on the uh, YouTube page. I put those for, for Bookshop and then Books a Million as well, so I don't just put them on for Amazon. That's awesome. Yeah. Support local when you can, obviously. And if you go to E.K. Johnston's Twitter, uh, she's still doing the uh, signed copies of Queen's Hope. If you want to pre-order through a bookshop in Oregon, I believe. Um, now, some of these book, now, some of these might mean you won't get your book until a couple of days later mm-hmm. um, because of stuff. But we're all reading books. Books take a bit. Support who you can. I'm sure they all appreciate it. All right. 
We have a long history lesson, so yo, I'm pulling an audible. We're going to do book reviews again next week. So keep going to utini.com, looking up your books and leaving reviews. We're going to bring those back. And I'm also lying because it's roundtable. So we're going to get back to those at a later time. And real quick before I throw it over to Corey here, our buddy JG Carson in the chat said about Visions, some people are saying the shorts are like 15 to 20 minutes. And a publicist apparently said they recommend watching them in order. So we don't know if they may pick up on each other, but... Uh, Charles, what you were going to do, don't, you dumb-dumb. All right. Corey, take us back to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited about this episode, guys. I've been... Uh, we did it, finally. 130 in. Corey's excited. <clears throat> That's right. I know. It took us a long time to get here. <laughs> um, how, did we, how did we end up doing this episode? Somebody talked to us, either in a message or something. I got a Discord here. message about mm-hmm. it. And I got asked, yeah. you know what? Here, let me let me throw out that uh I'm looking at my my uh there were Yeah, some, here we go. There were some mentions in the chat too throughout our episodes, like yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I also got a Discord direct message from our friend Skinix Nex, uh, who said, Do we have something posted about how Utini started and the Living Force and all that? And I was like, Oh, I think so, right? And then I was like, wait a minute, let's just do this because it's been a while yeah. since we talk about it haphazardly. But we haven't had an episode where we literally walk through the steps of, frankly, right. this kind of crazy thing that we now is now a huge part of our lives. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this episode is the history of Utini. So we're going to talk about kind of everything we've done in the past, like how we have arrived at this moment, <laughs> how we've arrived at the living force, like... How I have a beard now, and I look a lot better with it than I did as a middle school looking kid. Like how the logo you know, has changed from what's behind me and I wear this shirt to what's on Corey's shirt. That's right. That's right. You know? That's right. So, so let's talk about it. So I pulled, I pulled a bunch of statistics when Eric, when Eric brought this up that we should do a history of Utini. This has been like a, a, a step down memory lane, like for sure. And um, I went through my phone. I found a bunch of old photos. I have all kinds of cool stuff we're gonna share. And uh, this is really fun. So I have some statistics that I pulled for you. I, th- I thought this was pretty, pretty impressive. Now, you guys haven't seen any of this, right? Either. No, I don't read the outline. Okay. I just make it. <laughs> okay, excellent. All right, so I pulled some statistics when we were when we did book boxes. You know, we're going to talk about the book box a lot this episode. But when we did book boxes, I shipped over three thousand Star Wars books um, <laughs> back when we did that, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went digging through my emails uh, with my Corey at utini.com, CEO utini.com email address, and uh, I went back and dug through it. I have four thousand four hundred and forty nine emails in my inbox. I don't really save the junk mail either, so that's like. Most of them are conversational of some kind, right, mm-hmm. with some kind of business in them. We have sent 290,144 Slack messages. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 290,144 Slack messages. That's over a quarter million stupid (laughs) messages. Holy hell, that that alone is very (laughs) impressive. Yes. What? That is that needs to that needs to be on a resume somewhere. Like that is crazy. In, uh, in context, probably like a wow. hundred of them were serious. That needs stuff to be. <laughs> yeah, done. our actual work deadlines. Yeah. How many of those have to do with Funkos? Over two hundred thousand. Yeah, seriously, quite a few. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I pulled our I pulled our website analytics. And we have two point two million page views on utini.com. Wow, that's awesome! Wow, thanks, y'all. Crazy. Um, somewhere between my dogs are going crazy. I now have two dogs instead of one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's the best stat yet. Uh, 
They're multiplying. We have somewhere we have we did lose a lot of analytics at one point. We have somewhere between fifty and seventy five thousand podcast listens on the entire UTN network, and about ninety seven thousand video views on YouTube. So, like this has been going since two thousand and seventeen of October, um, and that's that's crazy. Two hundred ninety thousand Slack messages, guys. <laughs> that's the that's the number I'm going to remember. Like I, our audience is the most important. Let's be clear. But the yeah, stupid but that's crazy stuff we say to each other. The fact that. 290 and like you have to think i i think i'll personally take about a hundred grand of those of like <laughs> oh, yeah. just dumb true. stuff that i've thrown yeah. in i would like to see wow. what all of our individual stats are is stupid you know and we've gotten some we've gotten some criticism i think in the last couple of months about like we talk about slack too much on on we talk about the it podcast and, we're trying to pull back yeah and we're trying to pull back but let's let's be clear we only share with you guys the interesting stuff in slack most of most of slack is Yo, Eric, you promised you were going to write this thing, and it's three weeks late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys, it's always Corey that, telling me I am late on stuff. That's that the is narrative. the majority yep, of messages. That's what happens in our Slack. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the remix. Anyway, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, and then um, then when I was pulling through, I was going through my emails and stuff, too. I also sort of put together a, kind of a rough timeline. And this is a really short version. There's a lot more in here that we can talk about. But Let's hit the it. short version is this. In, um, in October of 2017 is really, I think, when, uh, when Utini, like, was created. Like, if there is a birthday, it is probably October 1st, 2017. And I think, I think the... The marker of that is when I spent the first significant amount of money. And the first significant amount of money I spent was on an intellectual property attorney. <laughs> <laughs> like you normally do for media companies and podcasts. I know. I know, right? So like I don't know if you can pick a more boring businessy thing to do, but <laughs> October second, twenty seventeen, I paid the invoice to the IP attorney to ask them. Listen, I want to start a Star Wars business. What can I can I say? What can I do? How can I use logos? Like, tell me everything I need to know. And I paid him a couple hundred bucks to do that. And uh, then, like, like a week later, I opened the Twitter account. Right. So, like, apparently, whatever he said was, you know, a good and good enough to say. Like, I'll spend this money. <laughs> go sure. do it. Yeah, I'll tweet it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Right after that, we started doing a ton of marketing. Um, I talked to a bunch of different folks. Shout out Temple Archives, Net Alliance, Star Wars 7x7. There's like a huge list. I used to track this back in the day of all these different people that I would like, hey, I'm starting this thing. We're launching in December. Um, you know, advertise for me, basically. Um, Do it. We released the first version of the timeline in December, about the time that um, the first book box like came out. That was when we created the the website. Um, and then I think the biggest change that I made, we, we did like two or three book boxes. It was just me and my wife. Like we were shipping them out of our apartment in Macon, Georgia. And Can we you had... briefly tell people what the book box <clears throat> was as well, just in case they don't yeah. know. When we say, when yeah. we say book box. <clears throat> yeah. When I say book box, like I, st okay, let me, let me back up a little bit. I'm going to talk about like why I started Utini and oh, stuff, yeah, but long story, long I'm story short, like we, we shipped, we used to ship Star Wars books. We wanted to, I want to do something with Star Wars. I knew that. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit here, but um, essentially, like I wanted to ship people Star Wars books, so I created the UTE book box. Is what the original idea was. Where like people tell me what they like and don't like about Star Wars, I'll ship them books based on my infinite knowledge about Star Wars, right? <laughs> and and some of that was some of it was true because you know I, I went into that because you know I wanted to. I, I knew a lot about Star Wars. We just lost West. 
All right. Don't know what happened. Well, that, that cold front was coming, so that was inevitable. That's right. Yeah, no, that's right. <clears throat> the cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I I knew a lot about Star Wars, and I, I wanted to sell something related to Star Wars, right? So, and um, sorry, this is really distracting. All this is flickering over here. Um, you got this. And uh, we sh- we ship people books, and they started off in bags. They weren't even really boxes. They were bags. I have lots of photos and all that kind of stuff. And but we had a subscription box based around Star Wars books. That's the original mm-hmm. idea. And we were me and my wife were kind of responsible for this. I think the first month we had like thirty to fifty subscribers, which is pretty cool. It was a pretty good launch. Um, I think by January for the second second book box we had oh I don't know like sixty or something like that. I think it it, it went up really fast, like from. Um, from uh, like the early the first month to the second month, and then I think everything really really kind of changed when the Fire Nation attacked in <laughs> in March two thousand in March two thousand and eighteen. Right, so it had been like three months. Um, in three months, I uh, I went on a podcast, another Star Wars podcast, um, Rebel Force Radio. You guys have probably and, heard wait, of the. It was earlier in March. I talked because we sorry to go ahead. Of, we're we're but we contacted you in February, so you went on in oh yeah early. you, you know went on that, in January. It was in January. Yeah, it was it yeah, was very yeah, yeah. early on. Uh, very early on, um, I went on Rebel Force Radio, and um, which is another Star Wars podcast, and uh, has unfortunately sort of declined in popularity a little bit in the last uh, the last couple of years. They've had some kind of negative comments and stuff about lots of different things. So we're not. I'm not. A, I'm not a super big fan of the podcast anymore. But misogyny. they were the largest Star Wars. <laughs> yes, misogyny, <laughs> sexism, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of really horrible stuff. But you know, not not really big fans of those guys anymore. But whatever. Um, you know, I, I picked like the biggest Star Wars podcast, and I paid them a significant amount of money to do some marketing for us, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, yeah, I guess you're right. That was like in January because on February 10th of 2018, Eric Eilerson was the first person to uh, to email me, and that was the day that it was released. You're right, I do remember first. that now. And yep. <laughs> so Eric emailed me on February 10th. Funny enough, I, I didn't really realize this, but Charles, you emailed me five days later on February fifteenth. Did I so really? Like it was. Wow. It was that, it was that early. I don't, it's a Valentine's I don't, I don't miracle. Think, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I must have had a really. I was really clearly not busy on that Valentine's Day because I was listening to this podcast. Well, uh, real quick though, I have that email, Corey. Pulled up. Do you, that I sent do you really? Framed. Oh my god! Because I used the contact form on Utini, and I and the subject line was "Everyone's is how you become the president of a company." Hey there. <laughs> Not even <laughs> hello said, there. First of all, nope. come on. Hey there. <laughs> I said I was listening to you on Rebel Force Radio this week, and this site sounds amazing. Caps lock. I know that you're probably going to be flooded with help requests after the podcast, but I would love to throw my hat into the ring. Another exclamation point. <laughs> I, can't, I can't code or anything like that, but I would be more than willing to research or write articles or reviews or anything like that if you need. Let me know and may the force be with you, Eric. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was yeah, it. I so, mean, so it was... I want to know, know this. Eric, what... Made you when you listened to Corey on mm-hmm. this other podcast? Like, what made you think like this is something I want to be involved in? Like, what what? Because we hear stuff like calls for help and right. ads and all stuff all the time. But what about that? Was like yeah. I am emailing this guy right now. <laughs> yeah, I've never done anything like that before or since because I learned my lesson. But <laughs> like uh... gainful employment, so you tough. Know? Ten thousand hours later, here we are. <laughs> 
But it was honestly, I was listening to you, man, and like I had just gotten into Star Wars books. Like I never did Star Wars podcast, never did anything. Like it was within the previous months that I had read Lost Stars and just started, and I was like, huh. What should I read? Like I was, I was patient zero of what Star Wars books yeah. should I read, and then Corey came on this podcast and was like, "I made a company about what Star Wars books you should read," and um, and at the time I wasn't doing any like theater or art stuff. I was living on my own. I was kind of in this like creative rut, and for some reason, like Corey, honestly, you came on. You sounded like just like you do, like just a guy. I liked Star yeah. Wars. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. And that, it was that vibe. I'm like, oh, cool. I think I could just get along with this dude. I also had this idea that Utini was like this ma- like this thing that has had yeah. tons of people. <laughs> and I was going to be like a, a cog in the machine. But it was just the relatability and the product <clears throat> I'd, I'd subscribed to like two weeks earlier when I first heard about it. Then I was like, you know what? No, let's let's do this. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. And that was and, it. and to be to be clear, like it, the, when I went on Rebel Force Radio I, at that time, I had okay. So I said that the birthday of Utini was in October. I I started planning a side hustle of some kind in about June of 2017. Right. So mm-hmm. I basically spent six months. Like oh, you guys know how I am about learning yeah. stuff like it's I spent ready when six it's months, ready is the Corey way yes i spent six months learning how to be a businessman let's be clear like i've always had a lot of interest in, in entrepreneurship and stuff but like while I spent in like a full school. let's be clear yeah i know, I know. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I spent i spent a lot of time like literally every moment i was in the car i was listening to a podcast like i like i, I got so burnt out on it like i haven't really done a whole lot even since then mm-hmm. like but i, I read like 15 marketing books like I just went crazy right mm-hmm. and so by the time I decided to drop like like two grand I think is what I paid Dribble Force Radio it was a lot of money mm-hmm. um like like to jump in a company while I was in medical school living off of student loans right <laughs> like like when I was ready to drop two grand like it was a pretty decent ad campaign it wasn't it wasn't just yeah. like you know hey they had me on for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. as part of an interview it, was it wasn't wild. just that it was like I had all these little like fake question and answer things where I like I like told them what I wanted them to record in a question form and then I recorded the answer separately. So and it, it did seem like a large company oh, and that yeah. was my intention, right? That yeah, was intention it to make it come professionally mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and it worked. And I've gone back and listened to those ad campaigns and still been like this was really smart, like because I think Rebel Force Radio was really what kicked us off more than anything else yeah. because the team was born from that. Um yeah, yeah well, so like I said Charles, uh, sorry, Eric, you want to say I was gonna something? Say, I was, was going to give Charles the same question you just threw at me because, yeah, five, I didn't know you were five days after. That's wild. I had no clue it was that close. Yeah, well, I, I didn't either. And funny enough, I, I also have his email pulled up. I had your email oh, pulled no. up too, Eric. And I had Charles, I have your email pulled up. And <laughs> oh you God. said, uh, you said, hey there, exclamation point. Yo, Not even <laughs> Oh, man. And you said, heard about y'all on Rebel Force Radio. Appropriate now because Eric's on the team. Right. There's two of us. <laughs> and also, that's how you knew Charles was immediately from the South. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Heard about y'all on Rebel Force Radio. I'm a fellow third-year medical student and a huge Star Wars fan, in parentheses, obviously. <laughs> But Good to make that clear. I love I love to write in my free time. Couldn't help but notice many of my passions lining up with what you guys are doing. That being said, I would love to help you out with writing any possible any way possible with the Utini magazine. 
that's one of the things that was in the book box. And if, if y'all are interested, please contact me at the email listed above. Thanks in advance. And my reply was, I will absolutely talk to another third-year medical student alone on principle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I sent you, and I sent you a link to my calendar schedule so you yeah. can book like a 30-minute. Yeah, I hour. remember. I, rem I think you got back to me pretty quick, too. Cause, uh, mm. But yeah, to answer the question I guess I initially posed, it was literally exactly what I said in the email. It was that like... Here's another person who's literally on the same like life track as me, who has one of my biggest passions, and who's probably doing some of this at least to escape from what is the awfulness <laughs> a lot of times of what medical I also school hate. and medicine. <laughs> yeah, and I and I just needed that I needed that thing. I think weirdly in a lot of ways Utini kinda like got me through medical school and and through a lot of residency to this point too, just to have that yeah, non medical sure. thing. That's important to me. That's a constant. Um, so, yeah, I think it was just seeing what I loved kind of lining up with what I thought was a massive company and uh, that I found out was just Corey. But we got on that we got on that <laughs> call. And I think I will say this. I did. I think you asked me. I'm not sure to write like a sample piece. I know I wrote one. I don't know if that came from you uh, or if yeah. I just did it on a whim. And it was uh and it was talking about all the aspects of the solo film that were taken from the AC Crispin trilogy, which is very on brand for me. But um I remember we spent the majority of that call really just talking, like talking about med school yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like yeah. we really didn't talk about the business aspect that much, but we got on well and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah, now funny enough, um I I had no idea this was buried in my inbox. Um, but Wes, you emailed me not about joining the team, but you emailed me less than two weeks later than these two guys joining the team. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes. Now, well, actually, completely unrelated to working for okay, us. Okay. Yeah. You didn't email right. me. I found that email also. <laughs> you didn't email me about joining the team until April of 2019. So a full year later, right? Basically. Yeah. But you emailed me literally right after I was on Rebel Force Radio. Did you know that? Do you remember that? I think that? I did. I think I do remember, <laughs> but I, I, I know I, I asked y'all were looking for feedback on the boxes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's okay. what I said or yeah. something like that on the podcast. Yeah. So I had your email. All right. So I'm going to read it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you said, you said, good morning. Dang exclamation it. point. <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Oh, Are you sure you didn't you say, say hey there? Yeah. Are you sure? That's how you get on Good here. Good morning. Yeah, I know. He said, I love what you're doing here, and I'm looking forward to signing up. He's not even a freaking customer yet. I'm right? testing the waters. I trying you out. I was trying to see if you were a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. I, I heard about you on Rebel Force Radio, and I was wondering if any of the Star Wars comics will or will be added I'm not sure what that was supposed to say. It will be added as part of the monthly subscription. I hear all the small snippets of this happen in the Marvel Star Wars comic, or that happened in one of the Poe Dameron comics. I'm just wondering if that's a possibility. Thanks again for creating this great service. Wes, you are the one that put comics into my eye. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yes. I had no! never even considered doing something with Star Wars comics at that point. And I literally remember this because wow. I didn't know I didn't know this was you. I remember a guy emailing me to be like, hey, <laughs> What about Star Wars and comics? I asked, and it was I asked more than once. It was too. you. I asked more than once. It was you. And, <laughs> I know. This is, a, this is an email. This is an email chain. Okay. Yeah, this is an email chain. And my response to you was, "Yeah, of course we thought about comics, like blah blah blah, right?" But that wasn't true. That wasn't true. You were the first person. But I lied. But that was to ever lie. ask me about comics. Oh, yeah. And like, so I like. 
I learned about comics because of you, basically, Wes. So, like, trade paperbacks oh, yeah. and graphic novels. How the hell does all that work? Like, I did that because you emailed me. So. Fantastic. I feel, like a, funny. I feel like a proud dad. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's so funny that, that I cannot, I can't, I did not know that, like, one, that you emailed me so close to these two a-holes emailing me. <laughs> that's right. And two, like, you were the comics guy. Like, what the heck? That's and and to be fair, wow. I had never read any of the comics, but I, what, but I did order a lot of the graphic novels from the book box. Um, instead of the mm-hmm. actual books. But what I was trying to do, I was trying to get a free comic out of you on every, <laughs> on like every other book box. Cause you I was clearly like, it would be, did not know Corey well. It would be super cool That's if right. you just surprised everybody with like a random comic, right? <laughs> wow, <laughs> man. And then like... To be clear, I the- did try to do comics. <laughs> I did try it, and it was virtually impossible with, with, with the book box awful. description. Yeah. I- Diamond is awful and now no longer controls... Marvel, which is yep. interesting, but so we're going back thing. to the book boxes. Yep. Yeah. So that's yeah. how we. I, right. I like so that Wes emailed in. you and was like, "Hey, I for sure don't want to work for you, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, send me some that. the only yeah." The, so I e- when I emailed about a position a year later, that's because you were asking for help for volunteers, yeah. and um, I, I didn't I didn't take help. the initiative like I should have and be like, "Hey." Let me be a part of this. And I did not do that. Like, you two smart individuals yeah. <laughs> sitting above me. I know. I know. And also, you know, something else that we should, something else I should say that was very interesting about that Rebel Force Radio interview that I did is that um, we did not plan uh, to say at the end of the interview, hey, this is how to contact me. That was not in the script. In fact, we, I sent them a list of questions that they could ask me with like kind of example answers, and that was not part of the script at all. At the very last thing of the interview, which it was all very rushed, it made me very uncomfortable like to go on that show because they were in the middle of a recording. I don't know what the hell kind of weird system that they did, but they were in the middle of a podcast recording, and I was like a, a call-in, like a radio like, you know, like a radio person call. It was really weird. And then, like, mm-hmm. so they're recording, so they did the interview, and they kicked me out of the call. It was just super weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was a strange experience. And so I was, like, kind of under pressure. And I think it went fine. The interview did. I know. At the end of the uh, at the end of the interview, they he one of the guys <laughs> asked me something like, this is really cool. I mean, do you need any help? Does anybody, can anybody contact you? And I just spur of the moment said, yeah, sure. Whatever people can help me or whatever. It's wow. to com. That's how that happens. Like, <laughs> wow. An improv all building three, your company. Yes, it did. All three of you guys emailed me because of that, that stupid thing. So that's crazy. Wow. And that was all very, very early in the book box history. Yep. Um, a lot happened in that year. I think like that was, that was January, February 2018. We built up book boxes, and by I don't know. I guess we we did a we had a RPG game in there somewhere. Like yes. we had live a lot happened. We, we I I, I wrote for the magazine. I, at one point, I was writing three articles a month for the magazine. We were mm-hmm. printing. I also moved about four or five times during that year, so my book <laughs> boxes always oh kept God. going that to the wrong awful. place. Half That's those awful. 290,000 Slack messages are me giving Corey my new addresses <laughs> um, to That's make right. sure can we, that my book can we show <laughs> Like so, this is yeah, what, yeah. I, that, that's what I was gonna do next. I was yes. gonna show some of the pictures, but yeah, that's what they this look like. This is what uh, the boxes look like, roughly. Wow. This was one. This is one of the OGs with without Utini branded tape. Okay, because that came that's later. Right. And wow, so the relic. 
Corey, do you have the, you have pictures and stuff of the magazines I have, and all yeah. that? I have a ton of I have a ton of pictures Sweet. and before we like progress further into the history of Utini when we discontinued the book boxes, I want to show you a whole bunch of stuff from those early days because yes. it's 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 crazy. All right, so let me pull this up here. So I have this view with all of our faces in it too. So <laughs> this is this is like wow. I think my wife drew this. I'm pretty sure. It's a pretty good lance wow. I'm sorry about what I said about it earlier yeah. then. Caitlin, <laughs> <laughs> you're great. Corey sucks. Sorry. Yeah, okay. So um I think quite frankly, I think Caitlin gets most of the credit for the name, funny enough. Like we were brainstorming like what's it called when a word sounds like like another homonym. What's an homonym? What's an homonym? It's when it's a sound word. Bang, bang, bam, boom. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. That's what we wanted. We wanted an onomatopoeia, um, and I wanted to pick something that was inherently Star Warsy. But the word Utini is really hard to spell. First of all, it's U T I N N I. Is how you spell the Jawa Utini. sound. That's what the that's what the that's subtitles it. say, um, <clears throat> which is interesting and. <laughs> Also, utini.com, the website, the URL is, is taken, so I couldn't use that. <laughs> well, there um, it is. And so we settled on the name, Utini, because it was like we're delivering boxes to you. I played with a lot of like little <laughs> you know, catchphrases and stuff, and none of them stuck. None of them were any good, um, so I didn't use any of those. But this is the original drawing of like kind of what wow. we wanted the logo to be. I sent this to a friend of mine. Uh, Grace Patterson was her name. She was a uh, graphic designer I went to college with. And I said, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business business what do you charge me to throw a logo together and she created that original logo which you see behind eric it looked a little bit different back then it didn't have the uh, it didn't have the little moisture evaporator uh, mm-hmm. in it it just had something else uh, i think it was just a plain oh. a plain like letter yeah. i or whatever it's this yeah, one there it is oh yeah there you go there you oh go my gosh yeah. the stickers yep that was the original <laughs> so this was where the name came from this is one of the first <laughs> things we created and the second thing that we did, and this is, I also sent this to uh, to Grace when I had her put together our logo, is uh, I dug this up. This is a Pinterest board that I found wow. when I first started Utini of what I wanted the brand to look like. And I remember I had done all this research about branding and colors and themes, and uh, this is very interesting, I thought, to go back and look. There's metals, there's lots of little Rogue, Ro- Rogue One leathers, woods, mm. like bricks so and stones. so much busier back in those days. My I know, goodness. man. It was. It really was busy, and like lots of Rogue One themes stuff. With the, you were in a mood. It's all, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and this is what everything was based around. And that's where that original logo came from. Like so, the like the the little lines in the original logo is kind of inspired by like some of the Boba Fett lines that are on mm-hmm. like his costume and stuff. There's a little, you probably can't see it from this thing, but on his helmet, there's like a there's lines like on the edge mm-hmm. of his helmet. That's where oh, the, that's sure. where the eye came from, right? So it was inspired by like Star Wars. We really put a lot of branding effort in stuff and. And I have a whole bunch of photos from the early days of the book box. Look at this. So this is my dog, Ray. Ray she was still a puppy. Hi, baby. And I, I thought this picture was interesting because what Ray is laying on, there's a bunch of stuff in this photo. That's These are all different subscription boxes. I subscribe to a bunch of them. My book box, like, I bought, like, one month of, like, 10 different book boxes to figure out what other people do, what works, what doesn't work. Um, wow. what their what their inserts look like, like all kinds of stuff. And they were just all over my apartment. And Ray loved boxes for some reason. She would just like sleep next to them when she was a puppy. Boxes are great. Uh, yeah. So I, I took a lot of inspiration from a lot of other a lot of other stuff. Um 
And then I first started ordering books. So I partnered with uh, Del Rey. I had to get like a like a wholesale account, and they shipped me all these boxes. And I got to tell you, when I started getting huge full boxes of just like 50 copies of one Star Wars book, I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> like, that's a great feeling. It was. Like, I don't know what it was about getting these boxes, but I felt just so special getting these crisp, clean boxes. Mm-hmm. And they all had these do not open before... You know, the the embargo date, yeah. right? Where I wasn't allowed to look at them and stuff. And um, I have cool one of those Canto them. Bites now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you right. Gave me one um, of those. This, this is what I had to buy a bunch of new bookshelves in my house, and they all looked like this with just tons and tons of uh, Star Wars books on them. Mm-hmm. And this is the original book box. Um, wow. was a bag, right? This is, I think, the January. I'm pretty sure this is mm-hmm. January. Media mail. That's because you were like, oh, it's media mail. I can do this for yeah. super cheap. I did. I broke the rules because Media Mail is technically supposed to be for educational material, but a bunch of other book subscription boxes all do it. So that's that's one of the reasons I did it, um, and it saved me a fortune on shipping. But yeah, they were in these so everyone bags shut up. or whatever. If you're listening to this, don't <laughs> shut up. Don't no, tell. Nobody call the post office on me. I know. That's right. I've done it before. Shipping eBay items. Don't worry about it. Yeah, come on. Now. <laughs> Yeah, so we had these uh, we had these bags or whatever, and that's what I put. And there was a magazine. This, I, I think I showed that last episode actually. Of like, mm-hmm. um, we had this like I don't know, a little ten twenty page magazine with little articles and stuff. Oh yeah, there's oh, one. Wes, Wes has one. Yeah, I nice. got a whole bunch of. Uh, them. I have a whole. I have a whole box of them over um, here still of like I magazines. Actually, that's and what stuff. That I was, box is. <laughs> I was done. I was done reading well, one of the magazines, and I put it in the recycle bin. I was like, I'm done with this. And then, like, two hours later, I went back wow. into the recycle bin. I got a full-size trash can recycle bin. I had to, like, go into and pull this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't depart with this yet. Good. And I kept it. Mine are somewhere in this apartment, I <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. Wow. Look at that selection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had all this custom artwork done, and we shipped this yep, little magazine, and that great. was, like, a key part. And, and by far the most work of the book box. Oh, my right? God. It took a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, and they went in these bags. And funny enough, Eric, your friend Ian, Ian Bird, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, Ian, 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 Ian. We shipped, uh, we shipped him something. I can't remember what it was, it was but he comic. emailed me like, yeah, comic. okay, that was, that was when we started doing uh, trade paperbacks because Wes, by the way, uh, when we started doing trade paperbacks, I shipped him one of these in these bags, and it got totally destroyed. Mm-hmm. And you know, as you guys know, everybody's always posting in their Amazon reviews or whatever, like, oh, this this sucked. It got all broken. I'm like, that has Brand. nothing to do with, with the item. All right, that's the post yep. office. You have no control whatsoever about what the post office does, nope. right? And it was destroyed, and Ian is the reason we went to boxes, right? Instead of but, bags, yep. Instead of bags. But, yeah, look at all these photos. So here's some of the – here's some close-ups of the oh, items. Gosh. There was a pin. There was these little cutouts and bookmarks. bookmarks I got all the pins key. on my pin boards yeah. in, my, uh, in my dining room. Oh, yeah. I have, like, nine or ten of them, these little pins. They're great. Nice. I will say now, if you find – here's a plug. If you find us at Celebration this year, if it doesn't get canceled, we will probably have some of these pins on us. If you want to come say hi, we'll give you oh, a yeah. pin. Mm-hmm. There's no probably about it. I have a huge box of Eutini stuff <laughs> right. taking the Celebration. If you find us at Celebration, we'll give you the pins that literally aren't printed anymore. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, and then I would I would take all these bags and pack them up in these little boxes and take them to the post office. They were like, what the hell are you shipping? I'm like, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> You're a post office. Here's my lovely wife helping me package some of these up. I think this was the second or third month, and I'm not sure if you can tell in these photos, but there are signed. These are signed copies. They gave us these little printed. Oh yeah, Ray Carson. I had, I had arranged to get the autographs from the authors by that mm-hmm. point, which is pretty crazy. That they was that really cool. Our, all our Thrawn alliances mm-hmm. and all our most wanted were signed. That's right. 
Oh, here's a video <laughs> of the early days. Oh my god. Oh god, let's make sure this audio is right. going in because this is this is I tremendous. Know. Uh no sound is coming through. Let me see what I have to do to make the sound come through. These were so while you're figuring that out, this was when we were still like, hey, we're doing these boxes, but we weren't doing any live stream content. We weren't really doing video content. And Corey was like, get just just putting stuff out on like Facebook now and then mm -hmm. and like being like just like basic advertising. All right, I think it's working now. All right. Yeah, yeah we out. were just doing basic advertising. Let me see if this is working. I think it is. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Look how young I look, guys. Holy this yeah, this we... little baby boy hasn't seen a single COVID patient. Are we sure this wasn't MySpace? Nice vertical video, bro. I know. It was for Instagram, I think. Wow. Oh, my God. The laptop. Hadn't built a PC yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you wearing a Lord of the Rings themed shirt? What is your Lord of the Rings shirt? <laughs> yeah, I know. Good thing you put a ring on it before this all happened. I'm just saying. I know, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Branding. Stoked. There it is. Well, it's funny because, like, the I remember back in the day, you, the, the the deals were were pretty good as far as cost goes because you could get a hardcover canon book of, like, the new one, or you could get, yeah. like, a paperback trilogy of canon. Like, I, I got the entire Aftermath trilogy one month, or you could get, yeah. like, the Legends book. Like, the, the choices mm -hmm. you got eventually, because as time went on, you kept giving more and more choices, mm -hmm. and then that ended up being more and more work, which, it, again, unfortunately yeah. led to the eventual downfall of sure. the book boxes. But, like, just when you're actually selling them at cost, you were able to give so many books and fill so many yeah. bookshelves. It was wild. Yeah, and that inventory stuff was the biggest thing. I mean, that was pretty much – that was that was, the lesson I learned from all that is, like, I – am never doing a business that requires any inventory. sort of inventory management, <laughs> any sort of logistics or anything like that is just not my thing. Like it was not fun at all. Figuring out shipping and mm -mm. keeping track of everything. Like, you know, by this point, which is probably about halfway through 2018, I yeah, like, it was in September I, right now. I, I had figured out like that the barcodes on the back of the books, just for the record is the ISBN number. That's, that's the barcodes are numbers. That's right. what they are. You scan them and they're just numbers, just right? Numbers. And huh. it's the ISBN number. So I figured out using some fancy Excel document stuff that I could scan it, make it populate in there and it would take it out of my inventory. So I just like built this inventory management system and uh, it was so much work. <sighs> Holy crap. It was so much work. And I, was never gonna do that again. I'm never doing it again. Never doing it again. <laughs> never again. In the book boxes for the uh, in the magazine themselves, Corey would place these cards. These cards here oh that are God, in Arabesh, and you had to decipher the code and then send it back through email, and you would win a prize or maybe pick to win a prize for your next book box. Wow. And I never got picked, but I. Which no, I would no, sit no, at yeah. work at 8 a.m. every morning when I got this in, and I would just be like, okay, A is this, and this, and I just flip back and forth, flip back and forth, flip back and forth, and I finally yep. got it. And I was just like... Remember to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> yes. I remember to drink my Ovaltine. Well, anyways, <laughs> when we, and we had people at this point, there were some folks that were like that were like constant unboxers, that would like do unboxing <clears throat> videos. And it yeah. was like... Patrick? Mm -hmm. Patrick, Patrick did, yeah. Or Jedi Out Council member Patrick, like... Every month there'd be an unboxing video and people would take photos. And I remember one of the coolest moments in this this era of Utini for me was writing these and getting these magazines and seeing my name on a printed byline. And like all our stuff's digital now, obviously it's so much easier. 
I love writing reviews for you, Teeny. It's an honor to be able to like read these books and, and put our voices out there. But something about holding a physical thing and seeing your name on it and that it was printed, there, there's just something about that that, to be clear, we are not bringing back. But at the moment, it was, it was just super cool. It's incredible. And it, and it made me feel as close as I'll ever feel to like an author seeing their book like printed. Wow, <laughs> look at all these pictures. Look at the cannon. I know the cannon. cannon sign. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got to it got to the point where we would have to move all the furniture out of the way in our apartment and like label different areas of the apartment of like this is yeah. the cannon book section, <laughs> this is the master box, this well, is. Well, I the do that anyway stuff. now with all my books. I mean, that's, I, I, that's what you do the Star Wars fan. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, and you know, I looked everywhere for it. I have a I have a speed video somewhere of like yeah, me packing. packing all the boxes, and I couldn't find it. I looked everywhere for it, so it's I don't somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know where it's at, but yeah, it was a. It would take like several hours. You know, em- Emily uh, Daybeck on the team now a host on Legends Look Back. Her and her husband Mike were our were our neighbors across the hall from us, and we would con them into coming over and helping us pack all the book boxes. And <laughs> hey, you stuff, want a six right? pack so, of beer and four hours of labor? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what we did, and like you know, they would do everything else except for the books. The books were so specific, and there's yeah. like. You know, even even when you're packing like like 300 boxes, like like there's still a loose association in my brain because I've seen the names enough and played with the mm-hmm. like handled the books of that specific person's enough that I kind of know, right? <laughs> that I can yeah. tell. Like this happened multiple times when I was count when I would be packing boxes, like I'd be like, this doesn't seem right. Something is weird. Uh-huh. And I would like go pull my notes up, and I, sure enough, I would have forgotten a book that was supposed to go in that person's box. So it was but just, they got them. it was, it was chaos. They got those, dude. and also chaos. I don't think we've shown these yet. They got bookmarks, bookmarks. that match the artwork. I still use yeah. these for every book I read. Same, absolutely. Um, Me too. Yep. Me too. There's the bus. So. Wow. Uh, this is my uh, this is my buddy Roman. He was my roommate. Oh short my god, that's Roman. Look it how is. short Corey's one of the. It's ridiculous. Okay, all right. First of all, Roman is like six seven. Okay, so yes, I am short. And you're in the back of the picture. At least stand in the front. Give yourself a chance. I know. Like, I know. That was a power move by Roman. I'll say it. It was. It was. Roman was one of the original founders of Utini. I mean, he was involved in a lot of the early graphic design work. Um, he was in Slack back in the day, yep. and like. Uh, like he was not a huge, he's not nearly as big a Star Wars fan as the rest of us are now, but like he was just involved in a lot of the graphic design part and was a lot of fun to have around. He did a lot of the photography early on that went in the book boxes. And, uh, we, uh, we skipped class, uh, in medical school. Um, I like, I like, uh, I called it, I called in sick because, uh, I got free tickets to go to this, uh, big sub subscription box, like, convention in denver colorado and uh I remember this wow yes you were so and i was hyped. like it was yeah so i learned a great deal at that conference it was one of the biggest things that i did it taught me a lot about scaling and i, yeah. I learned a lot but me and Roman just literally dropped everything and went and like it's great and like th- we had like three days notice like our plane tickets mm-hmm. were a fortune like it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah um, well then also but, uh, and we at just this went. point uh, from from the site point of view because all this stuff was going on but we had the site still utini.com was going and there were some projects digitally. We were like, I was writing articles and we were doing stuff that was like trying to bring people to get to the boxes. So it was like all co- pseudo tailored content, but not super tailored content. And it's we a balance. All, yeah. And then we were like, um, I remember you had me build this uh, in the summer. I had this giant project, which is still on the site, 
where if you entered in your email address, you would get this ultimate guide to Star Wars canon. And I still made, there. It was Super my, out of date. <laughs> it's so out of date. It's two years old. But I spent weeks on this thing, just formatting and writing every canon book categorized. And now, of course, it's taken off exponentially. But it was interesting because we were we the bar, the boxes were still the main thing we had to drive to, and then of course, and then the Fire Nation attacked again, and everything changed. <laughs> Yeah, everything changed after that subscription box. I and mean, this was in like June, I think, of 2018. And we had grown a lot since then. I'd really figured out everything. And this is when we made the move to boxes. I was mm-hmm. so moved by this conference that I, I bought a huge order of like 5,000 boxes. I, yep. That's how you get them for cheap. And I dropped like four grand or something on, on boxes, right? It was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy. And, uh, we, we had these stamps, and this is what we did. We stamped all the boxes by hand. Caitlin is helping me stamp all the boxes mm-hmm. right here. And, wow. Uh, just hundreds of boxes. We would stamp these dang things. And uh, our shelves grew exponentially. <laughs> sort of our comfort level with this. <laughs> this is, yep. Um, and uh, this is the box. This is the final with version the of the book tape, box. With yes. the tricolored yeah. tape. Yep. With the special tricolored tape. That's like special... Tape. It's the kind that Amazon uses, right? It's yep. like a fabric in it, mm-hmm. and like that was a big risk to do this because there's a single piece of like eight inch tape that holds that entire box together, right? So yep. I had to buy like really nice tape. I learned everything there is to know about freaking tape. It's stupid. <laughs> um, and uh, I still have a big, I have a whole roll of this stuff. Yeah, and you have to use you have to use like a sponge. You have to get it wet yep. and then do it. And Mike and Emily would come over and help us pack all these dang boxes up. And we had we had hundreds of them. I think I think at, at peak we had like three hundred subscribers, I believe, mm-hmm. which is oh, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> my my love hate relationship with iJedi goes way back. Let me tell you, this was uh, somebody had gotten it. For some and, reason I thought that know, was Charles. Yep, you <laughs> <laughs> spelt it. And this is what the boxes looked like when we would pack them in the apartment. Wow, that's a and, lot. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is us. And there's Corey's the twelve year old. Last thing. That's right, <laughs> twelve year old again. Oh man, a beard really aged me, guys. But <laughs> yeah, did. so that was that was the book boxes, and then uh, at the very end of 2019, we did the book boxes for a year. Can you believe that was only a year? That seemed like it was so long. It was, and it was it two years like ago. So oh my god, it seems like Eugene has been around forever. First of all, and it seems like the book boxes just never ended. <laughs> I think yep. that's a testament to how miserable it was. Yeah, that's, that's on you, bro. Oh, that, we were like, hey, hey, I have another box. <laughs> <laughs> then on, I I never I will never forget this. On Christmas of mm-hmm. 2019, a lot had been building up, and you know, us being in medical school, we had Christmas off. That's why I was working on Christmas, right? I was doing Utini stuff on Christmas. Uh, on Christmas Day, December 25th of 2019, I had finally finished. I've been working on analytics for like like three weeks or so. I yep. finally finished my analytics, which led to the conclusion of we can't do this any longer this is not sustainable i'm starting residency in july of next year there is no way i'm going to be able to do this and work like 60 or 70 hours a week i mean i was probably putting 30 to 40 hours a week into it at that point and we were making good money i mean we had we had probably five ten thousand dollars revenue every every month like it was a lot and you know but then Corey did send us the like the dear john letter of the like you know we gave it the gold college try team and like it was it was really beautifully charles i I saved this letter. It's in my box of Utini memorabilia. Yeah, put that up to the so this there. this is what this, it. This is it's a long. Full letter. It's long and it's oh, signed. Yeah, I wrote. I, 
I wrote a letter. It's signed by Corinne. Yeah. Can I read it uh, like a, a couple sentences Please. from this? The, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Read the whole thing. I, ha- I haven't seen it. You can read the whole you thing. You want me to read you the whole to. thing? Okay. Yeah, read All it. Right. I, haven't, I haven't read this so, since I wrote it. So at the top, there's a quote, and it says, you can't stop the change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. Just to set the mood. And it says, <laughs> <laughs> it says to my team, my fellow Star Wars fans, and most importantly, my friends. What a ride it's been. Nearly one year ago, most of you heard me on Rebel Force Radio where I casually mentioned that I was starting a thing called Utini. I paid a decent amount of money for that advertising, and it did indeed put us on the map. However, I had no idea it would lead us to build such an incredible team. I didn't even intend to ask for help in that interview. It more or less just came out. Nevertheless, you guys came out of the woodwork. Eric was the first to be interviewed, if I remember correctly. For the record, I'd never interviewed someone before. I hadn't figured out onboarding, communication, or anything really. Just that... There apparently were a lot of fans out there like me who wanted to be involved. Rick came next, and then the rest of you came on board one by one, and man, we figured things out fast. I really wanted to write this letter to thank you. Thank you for your encouragement, for your generosity, and your commitment to something that put no money in your pockets and seemed to end as soon as it began. Thank you for being with me from the beginning and for staying until the end. I consider you all so much more than just my team or my work colleagues. It feels like we're a family. I feel like I know your personalities and details about your personal lives, and you've made me a better person because of it. You've taught me about leadership, about paying attention uh, paying attention to play as much as work, and you've taught me about business, about what it's like to lead a company and develop goals and strategies for success. You've taught me lessons I'll carry uh, that will carry over into my medical practice one day, and I will never forget the people who I learned them from. Thank you for that. This is not the end. Perhaps it's just the beginning of something bigger than us. I don't know what Utini will become, but the vision is still there and the passion is still there. Star Wars is so much more than a film series to us, and you all know that. All we can do is continue going forward one step at a time. I'm just so thankful for what we have done already. May the Force be with all of us, always. Your forever grateful friend, Dr. Corey Helton. No, he didn't write doctor, but he did write Corey Helton. (laughs) Real question. When you wrote that, (sighs) did you actually think we were going to evolve into something else? No, I had I had no idea that I I wrote that on Christmas. I remember writing it. It was really hard to write, and I mailed it to everybody. If I remember, yeah, yeah, you did. We all we all received physical copies. Yeah, I sent it to you. um, Yeah, and like it was a big deal because everybody signed on to participate in the book box thing, and like I personally was essentially responsible for off the really crappy parts of the job other than the writing and stuff like that, right? So for me to pull the plug, it felt like I was pulling the plug out from everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So it was a really emotional decision. And uh, I I waited a couple days. I didn't send it to you guys on Christmas, but I waited a couple days. And then that's when I I think I posted it in Slack about what we're going to do and that sort of thing, and we started the conversation. But then. Yeah. But then, then 2019 happened, which remember we all thought 2019 was such a rough year and at least 2020 (laughs) will be better? Children we were. Children we were. But, in 2019, in the spring, we totally relaunched Uchini. We relaunched the website. We put a lot of planning into what are we going to do going forward. We decided we're going to do podcasts. We're going to be a media company. We're going to launch a video team. Well, because like, we, we figured out, you said, hey, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to become <clears throat> the place for Star Wars books and comics online. That was a, we, Before we talked about any kind of media, we were like, we were gonna, the database was first. It was the database and the timeline. Those were the two things yeah. that we were going to mm-hmm. create. We, we were not concerned about reviews yet. We didn't think we were going to score anything. We weren't going to do anything. But we're like, you know what? Yeah. 
the thing that people came to us in the first place for, we can't stop that. We need to tell people how right. to get into Star Wars books and find them. And then you went to Star Wars Celebration, and you're like, hey, guys, we need to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think we, we just really distilled down. I mean, we took a lot of – there was a lot of reflection, a lot of meetings. And we got together a lot. I'm just yep. like, what is Utini? What is the essence of what we do? And yeah. we just decided that we're teachers. Like, we want to – we have all the information already. We've mm-hmm. assembled an incredible team of experts, essentially. Um, and, like, let's just – give the information away for free right yeah. and like i said i think I, re- I remember telling you guys the money will come one day the money will come i used to say that and you pulled it the did. mark zuckerberg like, in the social network at the beginning I did. It's like it's gotta be cool it's gotta be I cool did. first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we just put all this work into the website and the website evolved then we moved to webflow and i learned how to be a web designer in like you know a week and yeah, like <laughs> All the design that you see with the color, the color palette, the everything, how this site web pages, homepage is looked, that's all been Corey at various stages of being like, mm-hmm. eh, it's all going to change. Of mania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You said it. Yeah, yeah. Of mania. Yeah. Various stages of mania. I, I do not have a diagnosis of bipolar, but I certainly probably live on the spectrum somewhere. Right. And I do have, I have these periods of just energy that I just can't do anything with. Right. Where I can just master something in a really short amount of time it's a gift all right i'll freely admit that and mm-hmm. yeah we learned how to be a media company in mid 2019 we launched and it was astronomical growth from there yeah. like by christmas of 2019 we had on on the regular 20,000 visits a month on the website we were making several hundred bucks off of amazon sales and like now you teeny more more than pays for itself it's fantastic mm-hmm. we've got all nice gear all of our podcasts are suited like it's really really cool to like have done this this thing like this all about star wars books and like we launch a want we launch a video team we launch another podcast like like the cosmic force and we just drop a thousand dollars worth of gear for them so they can start off with the professional level that we're yeah. at yeah, we so were not able be- to start with. Yeah, the behind the curtain a little bit of like our goal for Utini is so none of us actually none of us personally make any money on Utini. Like that's no. Our goal has always been that we don't because we back in the day we were absolutely putting in money to make the site work because mm. you know server costs and the stuff like we want to have good quality so it costs money. But now mm. all of you that either watch it on YouTube and watch the ads or get stuff through the, through the affiliate links on Bookshop or Amazon or our Patreon especially like. You're the reason that the site servers stay going. The uh, the 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 technology on our new shows like Cosmic Force, or if or if Legends Look Back or anyone needs new gear, they can get it. The lighting <clears throat> starts at a good place. Like all of it goes back into the company because we want to make sure that the product we were giving from day one wasn't just the blue snowball mic that I definitely started with when we began the Cosmic yeah. Force. Um, and we showed that, I think, on episode 100, I think, we right? Did. Is that, oh, we Yeah, did. we went back and showed some of the early days mm-hmm. of Living Force, and we had to figure out podcasting. That was yep. crazy. Yeah. Like, Remember, um, we made... I was going to my first, like, Comic-Con down here in Houston, and I decided to make flyers for the podcast and just hand them out. That's right. Hand right. them out to all the different booths and at the podcast stage... Yeah, let me let me isn't pull this that, up. Isn't that so uncomfortable, Wes? Yes, it oh is. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> oh my this god! Is the, there yes, it this is. is like the original little flyer. I still have the like a hundred of these. But um, wow, that's yeah. Fantastic. So like, I would hand them out to people, and they were like, "I don't want that," and like, I know I, it sucks. Yeah, like, I did. Yeah. A lot of that. I was like, "Oh I man!" I did a lot of that early I was like, hey, days. Like, I would go. I went to. I went to a. I forgot about this. You brought it up. I went to a. 
the the opening night of Solo, a Star Wars story at That's a theater. Right. Yep, yeah, yep. and I like set up a booth and a table and like answered questions and advertised. Not a single person. I would have known. I would have known because the address would have been local, right? <laughs> Not a single person and hundreds of people asked me questions. Not a single person subscribed to the damn box. And like, nope. nails in the coffin. Nails no. in the coffin. All we right. Because fi- we figured out what we have all kind of learned from each other. And what all y'all that actually listen to us do this crazy stuff have proven is like <clears throat> we're all just looking for community. And once we realized that community was the center of the whole thing. It all just kind of fell into place because we're like, what? Every single decision we've made since January of 2019 has been like, what does our community want? How do we give it to them at the best quality? That's why we made a Discord. That's why we made a YouTube channel. That's why we make podcasts. That's why we write reviews. Like, it's all because what do people want to do to enhance their Star Wars journey? And we're like, all right, great. Yeah, Let's figure out how to do that in a good way. And we're still seeking all that feedback, by the way. So if there's yeah. something you're looking for on the site, always never, channel. <laughs> never hesitate to reach out to us, email us, or yeah. call, talk to us on the website, talk to us on Discord, like whatever. Like tell yeah. us what you want. I mean, we're still we're still doing that thing. I mean, and now it pays for itself, which Come is great. Come see us in celebration. Right, so. All right. I will say now. I'll <clears> give a little <throat> plug if you've made it this far into the episode. I will be at Disneyland October 20th through the 22nd, and I'll probably be wearing you teeny stuff. So if you want to come up and don't give me feedback like it's my birthday week, but if you want to <laughs> say, hey, you know what? No, fine. If you have feedback that you need to give in person, come to Disneyland October 20th through the 22nd in California and be like, hey, man, happy birthday. What's bothering me about the timeline is this. If you're Listen, if you're going to do this, I want you to contact me because I will pay you $100 to say exactly what I want you to say. <laughs> Just contact to me and we'll make on it my happen. Birthday. <laughs> but yeah, Please. that's why we do this, man. Like, it's just so crazy yeah. to see the like the beginnings of the side hustle to now like the building of the community to like the the weird moment of us of the three of us contacting Corey within the same month that's for weird. various reasons. Yeah, and to now having Mondays, we say it's 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 cliche at this point, but it is so true. Monday nights are the highlight of my week. Like it's the it's the yeah. time where you can hang yeah. out with our best friends and talk about the thing we love. And yeah. and we we've never wow. missed a Monday. Knock on wood. I mean, it's been crazy nope. uh, every single Monday since at least one of us is here. Man, that's right. Yeah, at least one of us been, is here. So. And hopefully, so you know, hopefully act, next no. year we you'll see us at a booth. You know, Corey. Yeah, if that application in is it. If celebration <laughs> happens, that's where I'm at right so. now in my life. It stresses life. me out. It stresses me Just out thinking about it. if I miss the application every single time. I know we're going to be a celebration one day. <laughs> so help me God. All right. Yep. It's going to happen where we have a freaking booth. Okay. What's going to happen one day. And we'll try to we'll be on see. the podcast stage, and Lord help y'all when I'm not stuck in a chair and I just have my energy spread to the masses, <laughs> and maybe we all take a shot before. I don't know. I'm not in charge. Um, <laughs> sneak in, sneak in and boost your backpack. That's a great idea. That's I'm a great idea, it. Eric. We've never been approved at Celebration. It's a great freaking <laughs> idea, bro. So I will say, overall, though, no cap. Um, th- this, is, this is now the slightly sentimental part of the show. Where mm. sending that email to Corey is is undoubtedly one of the most life changing <clears throat> things that I've ever done, and has been like the constant in my life over the last three years. To have Utini is something that I never remotely imagined would be something that kind of it 
controlled the destiny of my life, and it has now been the thing that has given me kind of stability and purpose through a lot of life changes. I cannot yeah. imagine the last year that we've all had to endure without this family, without this stability. And if I, I, I can't believe how casually I just sent off that email with a hey there. But yeah. yet, it is to see this evolution go. I think every step was so necessary to get where we are now, and we're not even close to, I think, where we're eventually going to be. And I'm so stoked. Yeah. Just baby steps so far, I mean, man. That's it. Yeah, man. It's going to be so much I bigger. Know. I mean, I, I've said this a thousand times on the show, like, and in my life to patients and to my friends and family. It's just like starting Utini has had the largest impact on my life of anything that I've ever done. Like, mm-hmm. It's so goofy that this is just a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a nerd thing, right? It's a yeah. Star Wars, it's sci-fi, Space Wizards, you know, a movie for kids that we're all, like, obsessed with. Like, we are the nerds that are made fun of in cartoons and everything. That's us, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when you water it down like that, yeah, it's a dumb thing that we do. But, like, I've learned everything from Mutini. I've learned how to yeah. be a friend and how to be a how to be a leader and how to be a manager, how to manage a team, how to do all the, the business stuff. Holy crap. I could write a book now just on yeah. the business stuff of taxes and legal and IP. And mm-hmm. God, I've just learned so much from this experience. And like, not to mention like the friendships, like you guys, man, dude, if I were to get married tomorrow again, to Caitlin, of course, if I were to get married, <laughs> okay. if I would get married tomorrow, you guys would all be, I know. And if I got divorced from Caitlin and tomorrow I changed my mind and we got remarried. All right. Let's there just be go. clear. Great. She's going to be yelling at me. I'm just waiting to hear it. Uh, you guys would all be in my wedding. Like yeah, there's no yeah, hesitation. Yeah, I just virtually. You're some of my best friends, best friends. Yeah, yeah. Charles is not coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Charles, it depends. If, it's, if it's three years out, he might be able to get the day off. But you, yes. can't, you can't ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I can't even. What's amazing? What's amazing to me about this company is so I will have before I rearrange my room. I had I had <laughs> larger um, bookshelves behind me with all my Star Wars books, and I would leave my camera on during work like work meetings and people were like what's that back there what's that back there and it's like oh have you seen uh i don't know some some kind of little movie that it's like an indie flick have you seen star wars and they're like yeah and i was like well, those are all star wars books and i've read mostly none of them but um, <laughs> um but i will get messages back like after say a video meeting is over from people who are like hey i think i think we're kind of in the same boat and he seems this buddy of mine he sent me a picture of like all these legends novels like 30 of them and then like my one of my directors of marketing was like hey are those are those like star wars helmets behind you i was like uh-huh and then so we talked about star wars for 50 minutes of an hour meeting and then 10 minutes there it was like <laughs> yeah we're gonna do this and that on this marketing thing that's it <laughs> and so it what it seems to me is like it helps people break out of their shell we're not we're yeah, not yeah. i mean we're <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're all nerds here and everything, but we're we're not the same type of nerd. Every we're all different nerds, yeah, yeah, you know. And it, yeah. it helps people to to relate, whether because we're all different, and and you can like Star Wars what, like a lot. You can like Star Wars a little as long as you like mm-hmm. it, and you're not afraid to say, "Hey, I I watch those movies, I read those books, and yeah. I'm not afraid to admit it." Yeah, I think that is. I think that's that. That is like what Uchini is. If you were to water it down into the, the barest <laughs> yeah. bones that it is, Uchini yeah. 
should should make you feel like you can be like unequivocally yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like truly. And and that's that's what it's taught me. Is like I just am the Star Wars guy in life now. Yep. Like I am not afraid of that. I'm not embarrassed by that. Oh, you think Star Wars is dumb? Wow, that's kind of a shit take. Like that's just <laughs> how I feel yeah. all the yeah. time now. And like you're right. There's it's a, it's a weird common denominator for people. There's a lot of people that are like silently and quietly secretly into Star mm-hmm. Wars and it's wild. Yeah, yeah and that that is a, a huge shift that I've that I've noticed in my own life too over the last 3 years is like being the proud Star Wars fan has also been tough because there's the, the public persona of Star Wars fans is always the combative Star Wars fan, whether that's combative yeah. like pro sequel or anti sequel or yeah, like that's true. It, 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 it is nat- naturally when you hear someone say they love Star Wars, you're about to get in a fight over something. And I think that's what's been so great about this community for me too is realizing, oh, I can't. I can be a Star Wars fan without having to be angry all the time. Like, I I can just drown out the noise and yet still have friends that want to talk about it. Like, because I, I don't have to just be in the negative discourse. I don't have to be just angry about this thing. And I can just have this be a positive beacon in my life, especially at a time when there were not a lot of positive beacons in our lives. You know, like, yeah. life's been really hard. Like, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. And it's just so incredible that a thing that could have fizzled out and basically did almost fizzle yeah. out completely. Yeah. Completely restarted it. And it's like shifted the brain chemistry of us that now yeah. <laughs> indulge in it. And I hope that it's all of wild. you listening, it has helped you. And it, it, God, if it helps you in 5% of the way it's helped me, like what a gift. Yeah. yeah. It's if I've said it once, I've said it realistically five times on this podcast. And <laughs> Utini as a company and as like a brand or really as like a like a culture, if you will, the point yeah. of it is boiled down to the line from Force Awakens, Chewie, we're home. Like that's the feeling yeah. that we we want you to have when you're a part of this community. That's the feeling that we have when we're a part of this community. And uh to to reference a another very famous film series um this used to be fueled by money now it's fueled by family okay and family (laughs) as we learned from vin diesel in the fast and furious can accomplish anything so if we've made it this far uh look out because we're not stopping anytime soon no I, re- realistically, like I, I've thought about this a lot because, like, when you build a business, you're supposed to create an exit, exit strategy, right? Like, that's like a key principle, right? Force ghosts. I don't. Yep. Re- I, I don't. I don't realistically. <laughs> oh my god! I don't realistically see a way that I'm not doing Utini in some capacity for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I. I don't. I don't know we how would that's be so like, pissed. <laughs> I would be. I would be bored. Like, what do you? What am I yeah. gonna do if I can't learn about something crazy and new to? to help people to get into Star Wars books. Like, I don't yeah. see how it's ever going to You can only build so happen. many campers, like, Corey, <laughs> and, 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 and be able to Just feed your fleet. family. <laughs> but also, even then, who would you tell camper about and family, Camper and family is fleeting, but Star Wars is forever. <laughs> I mean, we, we, hap- we talk about it all the time, too, you know, is that we happened to, to start up in 2019 this Star Wars website database at a time when all of Star Wars publishing was like, you know what? 
What if we just do the most crazy inventive stuff we've ever done and also publish all the books we can? And they're also all New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're like, oh, cool. <laughs> Also, Jacob in the chat just said, imagine Corey trying to hand the maintenance of the website off to someone else. Oh, no. Corey has threatened me all the time saying, like, because I'm the president of the company. He's like, oh, if I go, you're done. I'm like, I don't know how to how to open up the Listen, coder. I don't one, know how to one, do any one lesson. One lesson that all entrepreneurs need to take to heart, and you've probably heard this <laughs> if you're interested in this type of stuff before, but don't make yourself invaluable to the company. Don't do what I have done. <laughs> yeah, right? no, don't do say. it. <laughs> yes all the uh, all the technical genius you know i don't know never been able to outsource that i've tried nope. many times we had nope. lots of folks on the team that have come and gone that have been technical geniuses and <laughs> never stuck only me here only me forever <laughs> all right fellas here we we're, we're 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 rounding the bend here any uh Corey, i see you put in the outline here where are we going so Corey, you've been driving this boat i want to start with you Corey. You've seen literally day one the sketch of the logo to yeah. now the 130 live shows, the reviews, the community of thousands of people. What's Where do we go? And this is not the plan Dude. necessarily. This is just <clears throat> yeah, I don't mind. know. Off the, cuff, off the cuff. Off the cuff, where do we go? I don't know, man. I mean, we, we are – we are very quickly becoming the authority on Star Wars books on the internet. Like, we really are. I mean, you search for Star Wars books in any way. You can reword that however you want to, and we're the top result in Google next to Wikipedia right now. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty... I don't know. I mean, that's that's always been the goal, is to be the authority on Star Wars books. You know, I would like to... I want to go to Celebration. I want to mm-hmm. be a face at Celebration, like, not as a guest. as a. I want the behind-the-scenes passes, you know, mm-hmm. like... Was it Wayne's World? Were yeah. they like, were they, what, yeah. what do they say? What do they say? I forget what they say, but whatever. I, I want that, right? I, I want I want to be in. I want to be in with the publishing. I want to be in with the with the new books coming out. And I mean, I already feel like I've made it. Like I've got yeah. a bunch of stuff, a bunch of friends. I've got what I've always wanted, right? I have people that I can talk about Star Wars with. I'm on a podcast every week. Like all my dreams have already come true, man. Like the future, the future is what we make it. Like it really is. Like I, I don't know where we will end up going, but you know, I'll be happy to be there. I can tell you that. Oh, damn, that's good, Wes. What do you think, man? Well, I got to tell you, I'm working really hard not to spoil any more books for the rest of the time that I'm here. <laughs> 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 the that is goal. that is what I'm trying to do for you all that are watching <laughs> this podcast from here on out. I will work. I'm I'm wow. not going to promise. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm going to work real hard not to do it. And I tried today with Plagueis, and I said that he did some that that Sidious did some diabolical shit. And then Corey goes, "Well, I'm going to spoil it for you, everybody. It's already in this and that, and his parent he killed his parents." And I was like, "God, I was just holding back." And because I was, I was, I was Practice. squeezing my armrest really hard not to say it, and then you just let it out. You know, Wes, in the words of Alan Iverson and Ted Lasso, we're talking about practice, practice, not a game, practice. Yeah. I just hope to be here and, and hang out with you guys on Mondays, man. That, that's just that's that really crazy. is the. The highlight of the week. Everybody hates Mondays. I like Mondays, especially Monday afternoons. Yeah. You know, so I really hope we just keep we keep this going. And um, when we were when you were talking about the book boxes, I mean, there were a lot of people that were um, behind the scenes. I remember reading an article from Heather in uh, 
in the in the Utini magazine, and Meg was there uh, writing all these articles too. So there was a, there's a lot of people behind Carl, the scenes. Carl, Carl the yeah, there's time. so many people behind you the scenes. You were there, and you were there, <laughs> and you were there. <laughs> Golly! All right. So, anyways, Golly, Carl. <laughs> all right, Charles, where are we going, man? I think pretty obviously we're on a trajectory for a reality TV show here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> I think that's coming uh, on the we, gonna, we, we, should, we, should, we should get one of those one of those like TikTok star houses where yes. we all live together in the same house and just film. I think TikTok that's together. what we're doing in January. Hey guys. Um, no, I really, honestly, the next thing that's on my agenda. If if all of this has been created by us virtually having never met, God help the world when we all actually get together in person because yeah. the ideas are going to flow. I don't know what's going to come out of it, but. Uh, but big things for sure. Yeah. I think that's that's similar to me is that I think like like you said, Corey, we've already done so many things I could never dream of. Like I got some of my best friends in the world. I got a community uh, larger than I ever could have thought that is full of such amazing people. And I think, yeah, I I love the idea of us like just geographically being closer where we can like go into mm-hmm. a place and do like live podcasts together or just hang out like more live and and do it on a, on a way that is just more more inventive together i think just is that personal element and i think that i also just want to make sure that going forward in the next five ten years people are like oh yeah like ut is a place i go and i just feel great about it and i like hanging out there and if we can give you some advice that's awesome but mostly if you can just jump into our discord or watch a video and just feel happy and taken care of like what a gift. That's so cool. It's something that I never thought I'd be able to do. And mm-hmm. now I get to do it with some of my best friends with the thing that I love the most. And, uh, I mean, one day we're going to get that Bill Organa 10-book series, and God help y'all <laughs> for, uh, for when that switches out. So You're, you're going to do that like, round table, right, Charles? It's yeah. been an hour and 50 minutes. Shut the hell up, and bro. Like, it's Bill It's like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. What's happen. <clears throat> and then also, I mean, when we go to celebration to go to some authors and be like, hey, you want to grab a beer? I like your work. They're like, oh, yeah, you teeny. Like, that, that'll, oh, that'll feel dude, great. Dude, I just sure. want a cup that'll of tea great. with George Mann and Kevin Scott. That's all I want in this world. <laughs> yeah, That's well, all we want, man. But, but we'll get there. And, of course, it's all going to happen because of all y'all that supported us along the way, of all the steps we've taken. We hope you've enjoyed this look down memory lane of what we've been. And I can't wait to do the next one in a few years to see, oh my gosh, what we've done. But y'all, that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. Next week is the Tempest Runner Roundtable. Make sure you got that listened to and you're ready. And we want to thank everyone on our Patreon for supporting us, especially Shell Bell, OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I am at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Doc Star Wars MD. Charles is at C. Hankel. Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you goes out to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. And Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me tonight. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thank you to Mason Crosby, who only has two fantasy points so far. And as always, may the force be with you. See you in five years. There is no hatred, there is joy. There is no division, there is union. There is no apathy, there is passion. There is no gatekeeping, there is community. 
This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.